listening to the High Noon Podcast with your hosts, Mason Smith and Andrew Vickers. Fucking nice. It never gets old. I know, dude. That's a curated, (laughs) that's a specifically curated uh, song. Hell yeah. Shout out to Irish O'Neill for making that. Hell yeah, dude. What the fuck's happening? What's up, dude? It's, dude, it's telling me Apple wants to make changes. Apple always wants to make changes. Apple's trying to control, it's it's part of the globalist agenda, frankly. I think Apple owns most of the global pedophilic elite in its back pocket. So, it's probably trying to blackmail you. Yeah, well, uh, hold on. Speaking of Apple making changes, when are you going to get an iPhone? Or oh, are there you we go. Okay, a, we're good. I oh, you're good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm never, never will I like conform. Them? Fuck no. Uh, you don't like them because you don't think they're user-friendly because it's what everyone has and you're a hipster? You no, I think iPhones are super user-friendly. Yeah. And I love, I, dude, I love the way iPhones feel yeah. in your hand and the way you touch them and stuff. But I just... Uh, yeah, I like the way you touch them, too. I really... Yeah, dude. I really like... I don't... I've just... I've used this the Galaxy for so long now. I You're think just I'm used just... To it. Yeah, and I like the Android stuff. And, you know, I don't want to deal with iTunes instead of Spotify. Oh, well, I mean, you don't have to. You can have, you can have Spotify. No, you can't. On your iPhone? No, you can't. Damn. You don't I have know. so much to learn. You don't know. <laughs> Teach me, teach me. Is that true? You can have Spotify, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what's Spotify. the? Because iTunes is like it's not free. Apple Music isn't free unless it's part of like your unless it's part of your monthly plan. I've asked this question, I think, to you a couple times yeah. through text, and still never got an answer. Is it's Apple, probably because I don't know. <laughs> is Apple Music the same thing as iTunes? Technically. Um, that, that that's an excellent question. Um, I don't know for sure. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Let's see. No, I mean you know me. I don't know anything about anything when it comes to tech. I mean you're better than you let on. I'm looking at. <laughs> I'm looking. You've been at learning to code, dude. My music. Oh yeah. Well, that's old news. I haven't. I haven't done any. Basically, I'm on a plan because it worked out better this way with Money Lean to be on a plan where Apple Music is included, so I can basically get and download anything and it's cheaper than it would be to I guess get Spotify premium. Oh wait, so with this thing that you pay for, you can get any apps and it's just included in your overall payment? Not any apps, but um Apple Music. Yeah, Apple Music. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So do you have you ever compared to what your uh what have you ever compared what it would cost to pay for Apple Music? Versus having it thrown into your bill? No, that's a good point. I've never looked into that. Oh, okay, yeah, because the wife said, listen, this is a better idea. Oh, dude. This is what we're going to do. Oh, dude, dude. It's it's unreal how much that's my answer. And it's not because I'm not interested. It's just because if it's taking care... Like, sometimes people will say, hey, Andrew, what time is your flight that you're getting on this afternoon to get here this evening? And I'll be like, fuck, fine. I'm oh, let me text, text Maryland. Text Maryland, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> and I'm an independent person. I can take, sometimes she'll get on me about it and she'll be like, well, if you didn't have me, you wouldn't be able to. And then like, I'll be alone and I'll book my own flight and shit. And I'll, I'll send her the information. Like, hey, like, dude, I can do shit. But fucking, if I don't have to, why would I? Like, I, I, <laughs> I agree. hundred percent. I actually, uh, I one time flew from Arkansas to Oregon uh-huh. and it was a snowstorm in Oregon. And when I landed, I realized 
that my buddy wasn't going to be able to pick me up in Portland. He was going to be able to pick me up in Medford, okay. which was four hours away. So I needed to hop on this other plane that I didn't have a ticket for and fly Alaskan on one of those propeller planes down to Medford. It was like a 40-minute flight. So quick. 45 minutes. Snowstorm's going on. Uh, Barack Obama's leaving office. It's like a tragedy. Or he's... No, he was prepared. Wait, was he... Yep, yep. It was was during the inauguration. Of Trump. Yeah. And so he's like leaving... There's people sitting in the lobby. Your little propeller pilot is feeling suicidal. Dude, the people in that room were. There's <laughs> people literally crying oh, in yeah, chairs. That's Oregon, yeah, that's a good Dude, point. Yeah, they're yeah. sitting there, and we're in Portland. Oh yeah. And and these these people are sitting. It's it's late as fuck. It's like two a.m. Flights are getting canceled, and I see finally. Uh, so what I was gonna have to do was fly from there to Seattle, and then Seattle to Medford. Oh. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why? I see a flight going to Medford, yeah. and it was on one of those. So I go to the lady, and I'm like, "Hey, like, it's just me. Can I? Can I? Like, is it? Look what I'm having to do." And she goes, "Oh, oh, you don't have to do that." She goes, "Here, let me fix it." Puts me on that flight. Fuck yeah. That flight ends up getting delayed four hours because they and they and then they had to do the de-icing thing. Oh, and by the time I get on the plane, it's uh, like 6 a.m., the sun's out, which I don't I didn't I wasn't on a strict schedule. Yeah. It was whatever. But uh it's freezing cold, middle of the snowstorm and we get on the and I see the fucking this plane's so old that it has ashtrays in the uh armrests, <laughs> but they're welded shut. Yeah. So it's like you can't smoke a cigarette in there obviously, but I'm like, "Oh shit." So that, dude, you, I, I'm not a tall guy, and I'm having to crunch to oh, get in yeah. the, I mean, dude, it was oh. tiny. The tiniest plane I've ever been on yeah. for a, for being on How one of How many seats do you think it was? I mean, dude, maybe it held 35, 40 people. Yeah. I, maybe. Yeah. Maybe not even that much. And, uh, but anyways, we took off, and fucking, dude, I'm just like, the whole, cause, and also, I sit out of my window is the fucking propeller. <laughs> so I'm thinking like, oh my God, it's not good. There's like turbulence but, but on it, the runway. It's oh, dude, so it bad. was like, blah, 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 blah. like it was fucking, it was intense. Yeah. Uh, but we, but I uh, obviously made it down there and everything was fine. <laughs> Hell yeah. Have you ever been on a sketchy flight? Uh, no, I never have. No, I've never been on like something real scary. I, I mean, I've hit turbulence, but I, I, I would love to go on one of those little planes. I mean, it sounds like I wouldn't love it, but I've it, always thought romantically about it. In the moment, yeah. it's not fun. Yeah, but it's a cool story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you're done, you're like, yeah, it was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I went on, um, I flew Swiss Air to from New York to um, Dar es Salaam, Tanzania, when I went to Africa. And that is the nicest plane. I know that's not what you asked, but that is the nicest experience. It's all these like uh, like Swiss and German stewardesses, like six foot blonde chicks, and and they're coming over, going like, "Yeah, would you like to have?" It? And like offering you chocolates and like right, you know, right, and water, yeah, and, it, and like stuff for free, yeah, yeah, all the <laughs> stuff, and and then of course the plane is like. 17 seats wide or something. Yeah. 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 So you were on the one that was like three and then three in the middle or four. Yeah. And then three on the other side. Yeah. I think it was like five in the middle. It, it might have been. Yeah. 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 Huge. That's what you fly on to go to Australia. Oh, word. It's, um, uh, seven. They have a kangaroo on the side of it. Uh, 
Oh, fuck. I don't know what it's called. Anyways, the exact same thing you just described. Do they have the feet baskets underneath yep. the seats in oh, front yeah. of you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they have at least like a 12 or 13-inch TV. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then they got nice. all the touch screen, the movies and shit. Stay those away. are the flights. Yeah, dude. Hey, that's, that's fucking fancy. It's fun. Even when you're not in... Uh, and then you go up to first class and you see where like, you know, yeah. Justin Timberlake would fly. These motherfuckers are in like hotel suites. They have a bed. Yeah, there's like a child that'll suck your dick. Like, it's a whole thing. They like flew in a kid from Epstein's Island to like... Wacky. Oh shit! I did not mean to push. That. I didn't mean to Actually, push. Actually, sheep is kind of perfect for that one. Because <laughs> well, in Africa, they're fucking them or eating them. No, I just mean because we're all sheep because we don't acknowledge the. Oh, uh, oops. Episode. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Hell yeah. Fun shit, dude. Yeah, uh, I feel. I I feel like you've probably flown. How old were you the first time you flew? First time I flew, I was six. And then I didn't fly again until I was 18. And then since then, I've flown probably 20 times a year. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. like, I know that since I've known you, you fly yeah, a lot. Yeah, Maryland gets free flights with the Air Force. Uh, wow. So we might as well use them. Like you can get, That's sick. Yeah. Both of you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywhere in the country? Well, no, no, it's specific. Like you get a certain number of miles for such and such. Or, that is awesome. Yeah, and you can convert stuff. So it could be like you can pick between these many points equals a flight or this many points equals a hotel room or, or whatever, you know, as the case may be. But, but yeah, a lot of times it's super cheap or free. That makes such a bigger difference oh, than yeah. I originally was judging you for. Oh, you just thought we were... <laughs> I'm just dishing out I literally stats. thought this whole time that you just made more money than you let on and you no. just are like doing well and fuck it. Because, dude, when Carrie and I fly... Minimum 600 bucks. Yeah, it's a whole thing. No, 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 no. Like, this whole time I've been thinking, how are they doing these goddamn no. eight, $900 flights? No. Because, dude, one time for Carrie's birthday, when we had, uh, it was like our, we had been together for like almost, I think, two years. Yeah. And I wanted to take her to, to Charleston, South Carolina for her birthday. I had a friend that lived there, and we were going to go for a week, right? Yeah. So I got the tickets uh, maybe a month in advance. And it was twelve hundred bucks between the two of us right. for JetBlue one way, one way, yeah, one way, not Ooh. even any stops, twelve hundred bucks. Okay, so by contrast, we just went to um, the beach with friends this past weekend. One hundred and fifty dollars round trip for both. I don't know. Are we being still cautious about what we say of traveling? No, no, no. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so where'd you go? Uh, Virginia. Okay. No, North Carolina. Oh, okay. Right on the border of Virginia. That's why I'm like, I'm like, back back home? (laughs) Back home? Yeah, I (laughs) I was like, what does this look? Yeah, yeah. Well, because I get, so there's not a, uh, it's, that's not a thing right now, right? So, yeah. So, what I have to do is there's, so there's states that are high risk. And when you come back from those states into Massachusetts, you have to either quarantine for two weeks or show a negative test result that was taken in the last 24 hours so every time i've been traveling i've been getting where i'm going going to the health center the day before i leave getting a test result getting it 24 hours negative if it's negative i go you know into work and about my are you doing the nose thing Uh uh-huh what's it i had because i didn't even realize so what's that i haven't even got to ask you about that yeah yeah. where also by the way what do you just go the 
literally just a health center in Brighton? No, no. So wherever we are, right, North Carolina. Okay. We're there for the weekend. We're going to go back to Massachusetts. So that morning before we get on the plane, we take Oh, okay. And then they send you the results. Ah, when you land. By the time you land, that's... Or the next morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So so you just find the local health center in your Uh hometown, Uh and they're doing them for free? Yeah. Or... or 20 bucks or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. That makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. No, it's... You're not legally... Because Massachusetts... Or they'll they have like a five hundred dollar per day fine that you don't if you don't quarantine when you come back from a high risk state, and the high risk states are at this point I think everything except Colorado, Pennsylvania, Hawaii, and then most of the New England states um, are not high risk. Correct. But so like Arkansas would be considered high risk. I think so, but there's okay. fewer and fewer every day. Like if you double check. You know, every day they're taking ones off because it's going down. I was actually talking to Carrie about that earlier. Yeah. Um, has she, I was, you know, because she's a medical professional and mm-hmm. I was wondering if it had like started to sort of even out or whatever. And she's like, you know, it's getting, it, it's getting, it's, it's obviously not as bad. Yeah. But she's really worried about um, when the temperature drops yeah. in like November. Yeah. And that's got me worried too because what if by the time November rolls around, Boston has sort of... Are they already doing indoor eating and all that? I think so. I'm not sure. Because I know that, like, some places... You know, obviously, there's a ton of places doing outside. Yeah. But, like, that bar that I have a, the, the comedy thing with... <clears throat> he told me that at the end of October, any place that doesn't have uh, indoor permits or whatever... Mm-hmm. If you're... Do- like, if you don't have a real patio... And an actual section, you you have to stop doing outdoor stuff. Oh. Fuck. Yeah, like he said, all those places that are doing stuff in parking like on lots. The street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that's not gonna be. A, he said October's it. Damn. Yeah, so I'm just curious. My my whole thing is, I wonder if like they could say fuck it, and they open all everything back up. I wouldn't be surprised, but I mean... It would suck if it spiked spice. again as well. Yeah. Well, it seems pretty likely no matter what they do. Because, to, to have that? Yeah, yeah, because, you know, you have flu season anyway. And right. there's all the, the comorbidities that seem to be like respiratory illnesses already. So why wouldn't flu be one of those? Right. So it's like, yeah, it's going well, to be tough. Well, I didn't mean to bring it down, no, but no, no. Uh, let's... Uh, you want to shift gears here? Yeah, tell me. Hello, Andrew. Hello, fr- hello, neighbor. How you doing, buddy? Is this Mr. Rogers' neighbor? I've just, uh, you know, I've been really trying to to co- start this comedy beef with you, you know, and just nobody's really paying any attention to us. And I was just wondering, should I punch you in the face? I, 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 do I need to not ever book you on a show? What do you think? It's unfortunate because, you know, I've never really liked you. And it makes me sad. It makes me so sad that people don't believe us. Because you know me, Mason. I'm a hateful person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm consumed by vitriol. And hatred. And, and malevolence. Right. And fuck you. And you honestly. always give me those those dirty looks. And I just want to say, fuck you too, Andrew. Thank you. And fuck you too, Mason. And for the love of God, Boston Comedy, could you bite? Could you please bite? Do you have nothing better to do than indulge in the hatred that Mason and I have for each other? 
We'll post it on Facebook. We have been. We'll post it on Instagram. Hell, we'll post it on Twitter. And if you don't believe me, go ahead and take a look at my upcoming flyers at the Crack Irish Pub in Quincy. See if you see this motherfucker's name on many of my lineups. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> this is a this is a new segment called <laughs> called We Hate Each we Other. Hate each other. <laughs> I like it. Hell yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my uh, that was <laughs> one of, So I've been like going through that uh, that drop app I have, <laughs> and I found a couple of like generic like little like. We should we should look into using which uh, which music segments we can use anyway. There's fair use music out there is what I'm saying. Oh like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. If we don't want to get fucked over in the future with the music we have, I, so that's stuff. what my idea was. I was like, I gotta find some some stuff that's not copyrighted, mm. you know. And then you know, and then I have I got obviously you know I got my own band when I'm like Andrew, I fucking hate you for real. <laughs> You know? Oh, yeah, I like it. That's my kind of stuff, you know? That's my kind of stuff. Oh, like, yeah. I have one that's... It's doses and mimosas, champagne and cocaine. This sounds like a... This sounds suspiciously like a Kid Rock rap that I've never heard. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking for stuff like that, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, hey, it's fun that we're, uh, you know, we haven't done a solo, Han Solo pod in a while. Not only that, but we have, not only have we not recorded a solo pod, but we have how many guest pods that we uh, haven't released yet? Three right now, or two right now, just released Charismatics. Okay, so then yeah, we got two. And one of those is a very good one. We have two guests. Oh yeah. S- no, no spoiler alert. I think we still have like two solos that are just sitting yeah, dude, with references from fucking April or whenever it is we recorded right? them. That, like, when oh, we, shit. When we release them in um, in October, then <laughs> people aren't going to know what the hell we're talking about. I totally forgot I had this fucking doobie rolled. Us saying shit like, do you think the coronavirus is real? <laughs> no, me going, knock, knock. Who's there? Woo. W- Wuhan? Oh, wo- you, you're supposed to say woo-hoo. Woo-hoo? Edit. One, two, three. Wuhan! That's where it was created! It's all a conspiracy! China's in charge of all this! My point is that in the the previous episodes, we sound even more ignorant than we do already, if if at all possible. But that's that's how life is, you know? That's how life is. Sometimes you're ignorant. Can't all be winners. Yeah. I mean, I'm never ignorant, but sometimes you're ignorant. That's kind of what I meant. I'm like ignorant like 80% of the time. Yeah. I get, I get my news from Joe Rogan. And I'm like 70% of the time. So that's how we have this toxic relationship. You know what I'm saying? You get your news from Joe Rogan? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Joe Rogan, he's a... Oh, we get a seed? We got we got a seed in the stickiest of the icky. It wasn't a seed, it was just a piece of leaf. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry to cast dispersions on the quality of your... A little leaf never hurt nobody. Yeah. Scooby Snacks. Yeah.
This is the best song I don't get things. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> Not getting me today. <laughs> I've been good. I've been good. <sighs> I haven't had an episode. Hey, so let's talk about comedy. Yeah. So I've obviously uh, got this whole, this whole weekly show going. Yeah, I want to hear about how it went. Uh, Saturday. So Saturday was good. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie. It was pretty much all comedians plus like six of my friends. Cool. And then we had a, a biker couple show up. Uh, a big motherfucker that looked like a more in shape Ron Perlman from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Covered in tattoos, rode a Harley, the whole real deal. Damn. Had a, a biker wife that didn't ride on the back, but drove her own motorcycle. Oh, so the the realest of the deals. Speaking of that, which... Oh, it looked legit. They looked like a for real Harley couple. Who is it up here? Is it Hell's Angels in Massachusetts? Oh, I have no idea. You're asking the... I think it... Isn't it local stuff? I don't know. I have no idea, dude. Yeah. I'd be lying if I said anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this guy... Him and his wife are apparently friends with the owner of the bar. It's actually it's the Crack Irish Pub in Quincy, and I'm going to be doing a, a Thursday night weekly show there until it obviously gets too cold to do it. Which he wants me to move it inside, mm. so that'll be a whole. We'll just see. I mean, he says he's legally allowed to do it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that people are going to come. I don't know, man. You'd be surprised when I go. You to think that, so? When I go to that askew mic in Rhode Island, yeah, there's people there with masks uh, off. Everyone, no, everyone's wearing their mask. Yeah, um, oh, right. Yeah, and they sanitize the mic between every person. Okay. Um. So it's all. It's all. See, by the so books. I, I, uh, I gotta be more. I think if we move inside, I'll have to be way more conscious. Yeah. Of so, my idea is to have two mics, mm-hmm. and I'll switch them out in between sets, and when I have it in my possession. I'll wipe it down. Oh, cool. Um, that's only I'm saying when we move inside. I dig which, it. That's yeah, a good, that's a good call. Um, I just didn't know if people would feel comfortable coming. But anyways, point I'm sure is, a lot won't. Yeah. Point is, we'll just see how these outdoor ones go. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people won't feel um, comfortable, but fuck them because they're sheep, you know, and they don't know that the virus is fake and it was created in Wuhan. Amen. Um, and it's not real. And that's the official uh, position of the High Noon Pod. I like it. Yeah. Um, do, would you want to do a... Um, before I, before we uh, go any further, should we do like a news update on... On COVID? Com- comedy shows and COVID and what's required? Oh, dude. Should we? I, I mean, we can always edit it out if it's not good. All right, cool. <laughs> we can wing it. Let me get it up here. You want to start it off? Yeah, of course. Go ahead. You pass it off to me whenever you feel like it. And once again, thank you so much for joining us here in the High Noon Studio. Well, we're talking about the state of Boston comedy during the time of the novel coronavirus epidemic of 2020. As you know, thus far, every show in Boston has been uh, canceled. Every show on Providence, Massachusetts has been also canceled except for two that Andrew goes to bi-weekly. Just kidding, no he doesn't. He's not technically allowed to do that. We have the same number of beefs on Facebook. Unfortunately, no one's really biting at Andrew and Mason's, though. They're trying to get famous. Let's hear from Mason with the financial weather. (coughs) Oh, shit. Thanks, Andrew. (coughs) 
So in today's news, heavy fog rolling in. It smells a lot like a skunk's ass. Not really too sure what's going on here. You keep, I just keep, you know, everywhere I look, I just see smoke. There might be wildfires in the hills of Bill Ricca floating down to Quincy, but as long as there's no COVID involved, right? Right? Amen. Also, I think in other news, uh, I'm trying to run these comedy shows in Quincy, and people just keep showing up and standing outside the walls. No one wants to come inside. I don't know where I'm going with this. I know where you're going with this. Back to you, Andrew. Help me out. Mason is is beset on all sides by sheep who believe the COVID epidemic is real. But we, of course, here in the High Noon Studio know it's not. That's all we've got for you today. Thank you so much for joining. Oh, I really fucked it up there at the end. We'll edit it out. Yeah, yeah. We might only use just yours. (laughs) Mine didn't go too well. But dude, yeah. So you're gonna start doing it weekly on Thursdays. So yeah, that'll be fun. As long as well, you know. As long as you're allowed. Uh, well, that too. And also, I'm just worried about like, I think for the first couple, I shouldn't be worried about getting non-comics to be there. Uh-huh. So my here, let me run my idea by you. I'm gonna have a booked show. Everyone I book on the show can do up to ten minutes, and then I'm gonna have guest spots. I don't really have a certain number. I'm just yeah. gonna see how the time's going. And throw people up as they sort of... And now here's my question. Do I choose who I want to throw up when they come there? Or do I let it be sort of a, hey, show up, and if you want to go on, come ask, and I have a set number of people that can go on, and once I fill that number, that's that. I think you should choose, and I think it should be only... I think you should choose because that's the... Yeah, the only way you can make sure that it's straight white men is if you choose. Of course, yeah. otherwise you might have women... You know, or, or other people showing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, right, right. We can't have that. Right, yeah, because no one would want to listen to that. Yeah, I mean, you know. You know how it is, you know. So. <laughs> so, so, so yeah. you've actually been doing these really cool... You got to go do uh, Jeremy's show in... Um, Rhode Island. What a fun, dude. That outside, And you were there, and that outside... Um, I did go. That outside venue is a lot of fun. I think that's a cool spot. Cool place. It's very... And dude, super responsibly set up mm-hmm. uh, with the in, the... in that that um, there was at least, you know, 60 people. Tables all But far there were so many tables that everyone that... You, you come in a group, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And they give you a table. And it was... You know, all you got to do is call ahead. Yeah. And I, I mean, it was easy it was awesome. as that. Yeah. yeah. The only thing, and I had a great time. It was a lot of fun. It was a cool setup and a great evening. Um, and I told you this, although I doubt you remember, the only thing that happened was I couldn't hear a single laugh. I don't know if you could hear laughs, but I could not hear a single laugh from the So stage. I'm finding, so I've now done two outdoor things. Mm-hmm. I'm finding that when you're outside. Yeah. I still can't really tell. Okay, this is going to sound like I... Okay, I don't know how to word this. One theory is that you're outside, so no one really feels like laughing as much because it doesn't feel as much like a comedy show. And maybe it's a psychological thing where they're not outgoing with their laughter or as easy to give it up. Now, that's me assuming that the comedy they're hearing is funny. 
Yeah, I was going to say, so, the second theory that we're just not funny. Okay, so that's what I'm <laughs> saying. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying also it could be we're outside, so their their laughs don't echo and travel as much as if even if you're in a small bar, you can hear the chuckles. Yeah. And that's my two... That's my two... Th- I, I what do you those, think? I think those are both very likely. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. Or it's the third one, which is which we is, all suck and none of it's funny. But I will say this. Um, did you not think that when Sam Ike went up, and now this might have been a trick because he went off the stage and into the crowd. Yeah. And he didn't use the mic. But he always does that. Does he? Oh, yeah. yeah oh. That's like his thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like where he leaves the stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With no mic? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, but I mean, he, but of course. Well, my a, theory is is that since he's not louder, you could hear the him. laughs sound as loud. Yeah. yeah, he's also much better than. He's he also was. really funny, and so. people that have never seen him love him. Yeah, and I'm not downplaying uh, his comedy. I think he's very funny. Yeah. Um. But anyway, it, but it's a lot of fun, and I'm I, I had a great time. I'm Did great. it feel good to be back? Because that was your first time being in front of a crowd, crowd, right? Crowd, crowd. yeah, doing more than three minutes. Um, and you did very well. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah My, me and John and Carrie, we were all laughing. Felt good. I was nervous. Your wife was like, he fucking, he still wants to do it. I know, yeah. What, what is his deal? It, and it, I'm like, hey, nobody likes a quitter, Marilyn. Yeah. And on top of that, on the way home, she leans over and starts smacking the shit out of me. And she's like, I thought I told you you weren't doing this anymore. Because you know she's physically and emotionally abused. I know. I've told you this before. Uh, Excuse you. But yeah, she's um. So so yeah, it was fun. How you know it, it is unfortunate that she likes to beat you. Do you want to talk about it? You don't have to. I mean, all I all I really ever wanted was part part partner. And that's what I thought I'd get when we started doing this. But then <laughs> you turned out to be a cunt. Yeah, well, don't piss me off or else I'm going to be hearing this. Oh, is this our bondage equipment in the sex room? What the hell is Same that? motherfucker. <laughs> that was the closest one I could find to a prison cell shuttle. Oh, uh, I like it. No, 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 you're right. That was my bad. That was my bad. See, I wanted I it, it to be like more the... of a... <clears throat> yeah. No, I thought it was like the pulley that for the gimp suit where, you know... Someone's cranking yeah, something oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's pulling you up by your ankles. Yeah, and it's yeah. and it's in your version of Fifty Shades of Grey, which is Fifty Shades of, I don't know, red, white, blue, and green, or whatever your colors are. Green? Well, for the for the sticky icky. More like, more like... Fuck. One, two, three. <laughs> ah, that was so funny. <laughs> Except for there was no punchline, so that's not gonna matter. I gotta make I gotta make another drink, Andrew. Yeah, you have to, dude. Oh yeah, we're only halfway here. Yeah. You make uh what do you do? Vodka cranberries these days? Uh so that so I keep so so the baseline is vodka soda, Mm -hmm. splash of whatever I got in the fridge. Oh, so (laughs) sriracha. No. No. That's for in the morning with my bloody Marys. Okay. Actually, Bloody Mary. Bloody Marys. I I do, but they're such a pain to make at home. I don't like them. I, oh, I love them. Really? Yeah, especially a good like at a restaurant where yeah. they where that's like you never so before COVID times mm-hmm. you never went to brunch and got a Bloody Mary. No, we always got like mimosas. 
Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Or screwdrivers, but never blame Yeah, yeah, guys. no. I mean, Carrie fucking loves my... See, if I had my drop, doses and mimosas, yeah. champagne and cocaine. That would have been it right there. It's actually better when you just sing it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll just record me doing it. Um, but anyways, she loves fucking... Have you ever been to an endless mimosa bar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course you have, because you, you travel and stuff. Yeah. Um, more than I do, it seems. I think you were even traveling more before of COVID. It sounds like this is a point of contention. So I'm, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to just start bringing you with me. Yeah. I'm going to put you in my suitcase, dude. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think I... Oh, that'd be a heavy suitcase, dude. <laughs> no, but I keep forgetting you're such a... You're way more traveled than uh, than I am. Like, you've been fucking... I reckon. No, but you've been all over. You've been to, I've traveled and stuff, yeah. but uh, not as often. Sure. Not as I often. don't think. Yeah. 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 Um, but I'm not going to new places super often. Like, I've still never been to Europe. Well, knowing now that you get these cheap flights, mm-hmm. that makes this whole situation not the same as what I thought. Oh, yeah. No. Like, I legit thought you were just going broke traveling. Just <laughs> yeah. Now. Or or that you made way more money than I expected. No. No. <laughs> nope. Still making 12 bucks an hour at Harvard, picking <laughs> up mouse shit. I mean, Mar- cleaning up that goddamn lab. Maryland. I've been lying to you, Mason. You ever seen, you know, that movie with Matt Damon where he's at the college and he knows algebra? That's me with rat shit. Yeah, I'm I know smart. rat shit. I'm wicked smart. <laughs> yeah, I actually work at Wendy's this whole time. I've been trying to impress you. Yeah, it's the Wendy's in the Harvard uh, food court. Yeah, so I wasn't lying, technically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> technically, you're a Harvard employee. <laughs> Mar- Maryland makes good money, but uh, no, I'm, I'm still little, little old Andrew. Oh, yeah. Well, my wife brings in the bacon, that too. exactly, yeah. And I got no problem talking about it. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, fuck, yeah. I'll be a stay-at-home dad. I'll be a... I'll be a I t- dude. She'll be a sugar mom. I told her mom. when she graduates grad school and gets her... Uh, be, becomes a nurse practitioner. Yeah. I said, I'm quitting. Then you're tra- I'll just be your chauffeur. Oh, word. I thought you were trying to knock her up and be a daddy. Uh, I would I would be a dad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. But I'll babysit. You know, okay. after, after we moved to New York... And do comedy and stuff. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. We've I've got four kids. I'll take care of that shit all day long. She comes home. We have dinner together. They go to bed, you know, whenever kids go to bed. I don't know. What, when do kids go to bed? Eight o'clock? Yeah. And then I go out and That's I do... That's prime time. And then I go out and I do a couple sets. And then those kids don't need to be up till eight or nine o'clock. We stay out all the time and get up at six. Fuck yeah, dude. So imagine we saying. would be super dads, dude. Hell yeah. We'll do the daddy daycare all day. Uh-huh. And then 8 p.m. we'll leave the house. And, and if you'll we have kids, the kids. Yeah. Homeschool them. Yeah. Learn, learn them their reading, writing, and arithmetic. Yeah, I'm going to teach them how to talk, yeah. write, read, and write. Well, you know, tell them, you know, we're going to watch documentaries, not read books, okay? Yeah, I was going to say, you got to Never learn. read subtitles yeah, is what say, I'll tell them. You'd have to learn how to read and write first. But you could do that eventually. I, I'll just teach them what I know. You know, I'll give them that good old Arkansas public education. <laughs> yeah. You know, they'll be winners. Yeah. They'll, and, you know, even if they're not winners, they'll be goddamn funny. Yeah, they'll be mediocre, and they'll be good at being mediocre. I'll get them a dirt bike when they're four. And then they'll... And then by the time they're 16, they'll be... Professional dirt bike. Professional motocross There racer. is no way this could possibly go wrong. No, not one way. Yeah. Not one way. And so that's my dream. Hell yeah. Do comedy and have Carrie pay for my apartment. I like it, yeah. Yeah. Sugar and we'll mom. still... And you'll be in New York at that time, or Jersey, wherever, unless you get drugged down to Atlanta... I don't think that's going to happen. I think Okay, good. Yeah, because as you know, I wear the pants. It, besides the beatings late at night on the yeah. way home from comedy things, I wear the pants. When she tells you how useless you are. Exactly. Other than that, you know, the other 10% of the time I wear. So, um, 
But the thing is, you know, we got if we're gonna be trophy husbands, we gotta we gotta stay sexy. Got oh yeah yeah I'm so, the star. I gotta get I gotta get on top of that because I'm fading. Well, yeah, I'm trying to think of a strategy. I'm fading. How are we gonna do that? Um, I think it, because it's incredible that they haven't already realized they're out of our league, and if and given that they haven't, they will very soon. I just realized, dude, I was going to literally, I was going to do, I think it's going to take a little bit of, and I was going to go, the magic drop. It's fucking gone. I must have accidentally deleted, deleted it. it. That's a bummer. That's right. we'll because you know what, though? When we're in like our mid-30s, we're going to get in super good shape, and they'll just look at us, and it's going to be like, oh, yeah. And <laughs> show us your tits. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. <laughs> the number of times that you said that at Jeremy's show. <laughs> to the headliner who wasn't a woman. <laughs> Wait, who was the headliner? Chris Penny, dude. You heckled Chris Penny all night long. Did I really? Yes, you did. I don't even remember you that. You did. <laughs> oh my God, and really? And he did great. Did he, he, did he, he even playing. acknowledge it? He looked over a couple times, but... He didn't say anything. Was I saying it loud? Yeah. Oh, I apologize, it's Chris okay. Penny. I'm a big fan of his, and I think you are too. We've, we've seen I think he is funny. Yeah, I feel yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't no. even remember that. Oh, Just dude. so everybody knows, I puked on myself in the car ride oh, home. No, I'm sorry. In John's car. <laughs> because, dude, those goddamn seltzers. Well, you had 14, They God fucking, it. dude, it's not like drinking beer. It's not, dude. Those I, things Fuck me up, dude. I, bad day, Saturday, uh, I just want to say, Chris Penny, if you ever hear this, I Which do I apologize. I'm sure you'll never hear We're it. We're big fans of yours. We'd love to I have I think you're on. really funny. Yeah. I never knew that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Dude, really? Oh, yeah, dude. I said it out loud multiple times. Show us your tits. All night long. And the other thing you kept saying was... um, From the table. Yeah. What'd you say? Get out of here, loser? Or something oh, like beat that? it, loser. Oh, beat it, loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... But the seltzers, dude, yeah, on Saturday, That's I, terrible. I started selt... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Do you think they heard me or not? I reckon they probably did. Fuck. It's all good. Do you think... Did anyone say anything to you? No, no, no. I mean, but I boogied pretty early. We had a long drive. You didn't stay till the end? I stayed to the end. Oh, okay. Well, I left right after you. I know, but then I went. I just went and said thanks to Jeremy. Oh, oh as in you didn't chat with anyone. I got gotcha. you. Fuck! I well, no one said anything, so no, no, no. You're you're fine. It was funny. I don't think anyone ever would ever say anything except for they just spread the word that don't invite Mason. Yeah, because he's gonna tell you to show him your tits or make a Facebook post. To yeah, well, I don't post on Facebook posts. No, I'm posts. saying someone else would. Oh, right, right. About it. Oh, yeah. But yeah, to be yeah. fair, show us your tits is kind of like of all the heckles that I can imagine having received on stage is kind of nice. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> 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 <Thanks>. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but God, the, the I didn't seltzers, know that. Dude, That's so seltzers. unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny? I was getting a kick out of it. I <laughs> oh, don't feel bad. It was funny. That sucks. It was hilarious. But um, yeah, yeah dude. White Claws, Bud Light, That's seltzers, all they sold! And Trulies. So, over the weekend, my buddy bought... Like, oh, I thought we were talking about the All of those. And you tried them for your first time? No, no, no. I've, I've had them before, but it was the first time I got fucked up. And did them. they make you sick? They made me feel queasy, yeah. Did I they give you a headache, too? Yeah, the next yeah. morning, woke up bad. over bad. And then I looked in the back. There's like four grams of added sugar. 
It's one gram of sugar, though. What? It's one gram of... Pull one know. out of there. Pull one out of there. The Bud Light ones? No, the tru- no those are Trulies. Is that what Kerry drinks? Uh, well, so I like those in the mornings on Sundays. Yeah. But I only drink like three of them, and then I, I switch to beer. I don't see them. Oh. oh, behind that lemonade. To the right of the Miller Lite box. That's a Truly. You could pull one of those out and read that. Yeah. I'll drink it too, so I don't have to interrupt and make a drink. That's all right. Uh, you're right. One gram on the Truly's. Right. So, but no, it's funny you say what you said, because Carrie's theory is that it's full of fake sugar. Yeah, I guess. I must have been looking at the either the Bud Light ones. Or Maybe the, they're different. Yeah. Maybe anyway. the Bud Light ones are different because. Uh, I know that the Trulies are only one gram of sugar, yeah. and the White Claws are two. Yeah, and I, and I bought one Bud Light Seltzer, a uh, Tall Boy, one time, mm-hmm. uh, and it was disgusting. And They're I not ne- good. I never bought another one. Yeah, the ones that they were selling at that comedy show were Bud Light Mango Seltzers. Yeah, and they and I puked in one of those cans on the way home in John's car. God damn. Filled it and then ended up just committing and puking on myself. Did you get any in John's car? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I did that, too. And I had to clean my buddy's car out. Well, I just sent him money and apologized. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> he left that night. <laughs> but, yeah, man. It's, um... Yeah, they're rough. And and we were at the beach, too, this past Saturday. So, we're out in the sun. And then... So, we're out in Virginia. Um, so, it was on the border, I mean, North Carolina. Virginia. Somewhere in the Outer Banks. The Kitty Hawk Island, I think. Cool. Yeah, real pretty. Good what time. was the weather like? Beautiful all weekend, sunny, very windy, like a, a rip current. So, but, but but not so windy you had to wear a shirt. No, 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 no. Hell yeah. And even if it was, I wouldn't anyway. Yeah. Because I'm trying to I'm trying to catch these hoes. Because you, know you ain't no bitch. Yeah, ain't no bitch. You don't um, need no hoodie in the summertime. That's right. Yeah, no, it wasn't cold at all. And and uh, but but yeah, it was sunny. We were all getting sunburned and getting fucked up. And then the next morning, you wake up dehydrated, extra dehydrated because you're burnt. Then you had seltzers with sugar in it. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. dude, it's bad. You don't have to tell me, <laughs> dude. When I was in Australia, I got fucking so burned, dude. My whole chest and belly yeah. were just—I'm, I mean, lobster bad, yeah. ba- like irresponsibly bad. Yeah. Um, but did I, it blister? Uh, uh, no, no. I haven't had a. Uh, you know what did blister? You saw that on my forehead. Yeah. That blistered. Did it? And then in Australia, my ears blistered. Mm. My ears got so burnt that they That's blistered. Awful. I'm still kind of peeling right here on my shoulder. I don't know if you can see that up there. You look a little pink. Yeah. A little pink. Let me see. But, like yeah. That. Um, so, I actually uh, wanted to ask you, uh, when you were growing up, because I don't think we've ever talked about this. What kind of music did you listen to? That's hilarious that you're asking that because that's something we just talked about a long time with my buddy. It was it was weird because I I listened to all music that was influenced by my parents. Because, of course. Yeah, because I was homeschooled and I, I didn't have. And your dad would hold you down and say, "Fucking listen to this. Yeah, listen to this. Listen to this praise and worship album because you know we yeah. made our own clothes, right? Ankle length denim jumpers, and we listened yep. to the hymns." Oh God. From the Mormon from the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. (laughs) No, I listened to so my mom's music. My mom was into um, like jazz standards, and my dad was into classic rock. He he was in a rock band, and his favorite was Rush. 
Oh, I love Rush. Yeah, Neil yeah. Peart, the drummer. Oh my gosh, he's incredible. So I, I, I grew up a big fan of Rush, but I think he just did he die? He died last year. Oh, yeah, don't tell. yeah, yeah. Love he's Rush awesome. though. Yeah, he's incredible. Um, and then my dad's other big uh, favorites were were Pink Floyd, Eric Clapton, and um, he really liked Rod Stewart too, which I never liked. Yeah, I never liked Rod Stewart. But um, so I listened to his stuff, and then as a teenager, I got into. Um, I got really into Van Morrison, and then I listened Ooh. to like um, jam bands as a teenager, and then I got into jazz too because my mom's jazz standard. Um, Time out. Which jam bands did you get into, just out of curiosity? Okay. Well, can I can I guess? Yeah, and this is the part where I get made fun of, but that's, that's let me guess. Let me yeah. guess and just see if it's it. Because what I'm gonna name is not stuff that I necessarily hate. And to be fair, now that I said it, I'm guessing they probably don't count as a jam band. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Okay, so I might know a deeper cut. Yeah, for sure, for sure. This is pop chant band. Pop. Well, let me... Okay, String Cheese Incident? No, no, no. Oh, okay, I'm already too deep then. Yeah, so it's not... Grateful Dead? Grateful Dead, yeah, yeah. Okay, Fish? Yeah, Fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, the Disco Biscuits. Dave Matthews. Okay, so see, Disco Biscuits and String Cheese, two deeper cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, Grateful Dead, good. Yeah. Fish is... Awful. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. Every fish fan I've ever met was like half retarded. That was a phase junior year of high school, senior year of high school. Fish stinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's not something I'm proud of. Trust me, I've been made fun of by, by the guys for this a lot. God damn, dude. What, dude? Fish? I literally? Still, I just hear it. <laughs> I'll still go to it. <laughs> I'll still go to a Dave Matthews concert. Me too. I, I'm fun. not shitting on you for the day. I loved it. Dude, my buddy that's a firefighter in uh-huh. Waltham, shout out Joey, uh, just went to his bachelor party. A few week, yeah. The bachelor party I went to, uh, has he has seen Dave Matthews' band like 15 times. Yeah. And I, and I love him too, but I was going to go see him in Mansfield and their tickets were $100 that's for nice. like shitty seats. Yeah. I was a much bigger fan of them. I've seen them live like four times or so. What was the first live show you ever saw? Goo Goo Dolls. Goo Goo Dolls? Yeah. How old were you? Uh, this was the first live show I went to on my own. I went to a bunch of my parents. But what was I, the first one with your parents that was a famous band? Hall & Oates. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah Hell yeah. Hall that's Oates. cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I loved it. It was a lot of fun. Um, and Did you smell... Do you remember if you smelled weed for your first time there? Oh, yeah. Not there. But you didn't that know it was my it, first time. But oh, okay. I asked my parents, like, what's this this thing that... Oh, the skunk died or whatever. My dad would be like, no, it's weed. Um, but... And then the first... So I saw Goo Goo Dolls, just me and my brother. I think I was probably 14. Nice. Yeah. Um, and that was the first one we went to on our own. But then, I, but then after senior year of, of high school and maybe into freshman year of college was the first time I kind of listened, started listening to hip-hop because, like I said, I was just all influenced by my parents' taste. Not that they didn't allow certain stuff. It was just what was around. And since then, I've had all the catching up to do on hip-hop. So I've been listening to hip-hop since freshman year of college, essentially. Cause I've, oh, okay. I've been able to go back through all of Jay-Z's discography and then Kanye and then everything, so I'm still pretty new to it all. Um I never really listened to country music until maybe last year when I started with Tyler Childers, and then you turned me on to Sturgill Simpson. Right. Um, but other than that, it was pretty much just, And that's really good. It's really Like outlaw country. I love it. 
I love it. Well, I sh- I'm I'm not telling the truth. Before that, I listened to a lot of classic country Willie Nelson and stuff Dwight like Yoakam. That. Yeah, and bluegrass. Yeah, yeah I listened Waylon to bluegrass Jennings. because I because my mom was also really into traditional Irish folk music, and so that carried over into bluegrass because I did Irish step dancing as a kid. Right. Wait, have you said this before? Yeah, for like 17 years, I did Irish step dancing. For 17 years? Can yeah. you still do it? Yeah, I can. Dude, you should like somehow write a joke or a bit. It's, oh, for sure. Where you go into that. Yeah, I've got to. Have you thought about that or no? About writing a joke about it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Why it's, has that not been a thing? Can you still just bust out and do it? No, I mean, you gotta, you gotta have the right shoes on and stuff. Because it is what they were doing in the basement of the Titanic, right? Whenever Leo's dancing with Rose, yeah, that's kind of like when Jack's dancing that's with Rose, more like square dancing and stuff. Um, but that's part of it. Yeah. Do you have to wear special shoes? Yeah, with like the taps on them. Like you've seen. River oh, so, dance? Like so it's guys? like the the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia. I don't know what that is. What is that? You don't know JB or uh, you don't know JD White? No, no, no. You no. never heard of JD White? I don't think so. Google JD White, the wild and wonderful wonder wonderful whites of West Virginia. He's a professional tap dancer. And he tap dances to bluegrass. Uh, They've got a documentary. Clogging, clogging and stuff. Yeah, it's like that. Is that the same thing? It's not the same thing. No, it's... Sort of. It's river dance. Um, you never heard of river dance? Yeah. But yeah. I'm saying... You well, you said you wore the tap shoes. Yeah. So you're doing... Yeah, yeah. With your feet. Yeah, yeah. Do you still have a pair? I reckon I do in the closet somewhere. I haven't worn them in At the same place that you live daily. Uh... I don't. I don't think they're. There. Hey, that was good. I should have had this ready. I don't, I don't think that was there. a good bird. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that was a good one. Anyway, so do you have them or not? I don't, I don't think at the house up here. No, man, I think they're at my parents' house. When but, we um, get done, could you do like a quick little jig? Did you look up J.D. White? Did you find him? Yeah, I did. Okay, so later, there's a documentary on Amazon that you can watch. Okay, cool. And it's really, it's, I mean, it's, Johnny Knoxville produced it. Oh, cool. It's, and uh, do you know Hank Williams III? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he is, uh, has written songs about this family, um, because they're these, like, crazy hillbillies. Yeah. They live in West Virginia and don't obey any laws. They don't work. They all live off the government because when J.D. White's dad, back in like the uh, early 90s, signed up his whole family for Social Security and like, um, not so, like welfare, uh-huh. he got them all on it and government assistance. Uh-huh. And then in the meantime, sold drugs and danced. <laughs> so, like, he lived off the government off like a certain, like, 800 bucks, 800 bucks a month. And pass that down to his kids and show set every one of his kids up with their social security numbers so that he could get more money. And then when they become 18, they were collecting. Damn. So he first learned how to work the system. And since then, he's had like five generations of kids that all live off the government and get pres- and they're all hooked on prescription pills. Do they are they inbred? Uh no. Okay. Uh, they're all just in this small town in the hills. Yeah. And uh, uh, I don't remember that being a thing. No. Yeah. I think it's all just that they have they just keep reproducing. Right. They're in a town. Sure. It's not like they live off the grid. Yeah. But they live in this town of like thirteen thousand people, and opiates are huge there, 
they smoke weed, they sell pills, uh, you know, back in the day they did moonshining, all while getting government checks. Because this one guy learned how to work the government, and he was a professional tap dancer. I love it. And he's good. He was like a legend. Yeah. And then his son, so the grandpa is J.D. White, and uh, Hank Williams III has a song uh, where he's like, Old J.D. still tapping in his shoes. Like, and then they're talking, and they say, like, Mama Bell still eating on them pills. <sighs> like, it's like he writes songs about this family. I like it. It's, I want to check dude, it out. It's really so I interesting. Bet you, I bet you I know people that know him because I was, because of Irish Step Dancing and because of where I lived in rural North Carolina, I got really, um, like, familiar with the clogging scene there. Yeah. And it's like a whole thing in, like, Appalachia. Appalachian like clogging. Yep. And there's this place nearby my house called Sims Country Barbecue where old man Sim, who uh, he was just like farming, he's just dairy farmer. He turned his barn into like a big place where you can go and get all you eat barbecue on every Friday and Saturday. And they've got a four piece bluegrass band there that would play for the cloggers. And then the Sims Country Cloggers started there in the in the late eighties when he started the place. And they went on to win several national championships in clogging. And so they know everyone in Kentucky, Tennessee. I guarantee you that they would know who J.D. White is. Yeah, for sure. And then because of them, I've like actually performed as a kid with oh my god, like, dude, some really popular bluegrass bands from from. The do you have any area. videos? Yeah, yeah, I do. I'll show you afterwards. Cool. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! I don't think you've ever told me this. <laughs> this is not. a really cool in- a hidden talent. Yeah, I, I, to be fair, Were though, you good? I was... 17 years, you must have been pretty good. Well, that's the thing. I was one of the best in my class, but we were also not... So, like, we were in Nowhereville, North Carolina. Yeah. And then Charleston, South Carolina, Charlotte, and then Boston, or kind of... And Chicago are the three big places in the U.S. for our step dancing. And they're all good, good. They're right. competitive. They have people that go to the world championship over in Dublin and win. Oh, hell yeah. But... And so we were close to Charlotte, but we weren't part of it. And so we weren't good. We weren't a competitive group. We were just a performing troupe. We would just go perform. For at, fun. Yeah, we would just perform at schools and stuff. We, we didn't compete. And then one time when I was like, when I was a teenager and I was starting to go, go through puberty and get like strong and stuff, there was a guy who was like a world champion. You mean last year? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, last <laughs> month. There was a guy who was a world champion who came down from Charlotte to teach us like because it was like our, our teacher was good, but she was like, I don't know what to do with, you know, 17-year-old boys once they get strong. That Why? If you get too strong, are you not as good? No, you get better, but oh. it's like then you need, a, I guess, a, another level of instruction. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, okay. And she couldn't provide that? Kind of like that, yeah. Okay. Like she can't demonstrate those moves. So women, can't, f- women aren't funny and they can't <laughs> tap dance? Well, let's put it this way. 60-year-old women that learned Irish step dancing in the 1960s. and, and so, Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. oh, it was an age thing. I knew it. I was yeah. just kidding yeah. about that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I was just, that was just, ha, 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 ha. But my point is, no, I never, I never got like proper good. Right, but I was fine. I bet you're. I bet you're being a little bit modest. Uh, modest mouse. A little, but but no, I was never like good. Good. You don't know who Modest Mouse is, do you? Modest Mouse, indie indie rock band. Oh, okay, because you just oh, blew sure. past it. That yeah. was a good pun. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Modest. Mouse. Anyways, uh, I bet you were pretty good, though, dude. 
That was okay, yeah. Yeah, hell one, yeah. I was one of the best in my What a cool, funny, hidden talent. Yeah, right. But hey, make sure you look that up. It's called The Wild and Wonderful Whites yeah, of West I got Virginia. It right here on my Google. And it's a free documentary. So good. Hell yeah. Let me know after you watch it, dude, because like it's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Like and I bet it. that you would I'd probably I, recognize some of the people. I bet that some of the things, because they also bring in other people other that members. aren't these yeah. hillbillies that are like, yeah, he was the best around. Mm. Like, that boy could dance. Yeah. Like that. And I it, know some of those people. Dude. Yeah, I bet, yeah. dude. I bet that'd be interesting for you to watch. That's cool. Have you ever seen that movie Lawless? No. Uh, that's based on, about the, like, the moon shining. During the uh, Prohibition. Okay. And it's in the hills of, like, West Virginia, and it all trickles down yeah. into the cities and shit. And I bet you'd really like that, awesome too. Stuff. I'm sure you used to hear about... Because I know that your dad's not from there. Yeah. But you still were in the area where a lot of cool shit happened. Yeah, all the contractors that he worked with, because my dad's been in construction his whole life. And he really adopted Southern culture, because he left New, he left New Jersey and... 1983 and he never went back so he was a young dude he was 17 when he left his home so he pretty much like considers himself a southerner yeah plus he was in the construction industry in small towns his whole life and out and then out in the country and so he was all he was with was like the only thing that changed was the accent yeah it was just good old boys right 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 so they all made moonshine and so ever since i was a kid there was homemade moonshine in the house the peach flavor, the apple pie. Oh flavor, yeah, that stuff, yeah the, yeah. The white lightning, like all that old stuff. It was always in the house. Dude, you so. gotta watch Lawless. Yeah, I, I think too. that you. I think your dad would like it too. He probably. I would. took my dad to see it in the theater. Yeah. Yeah, I always knew the good ones. I could take him to. Hey, have you seen either of those two mockumentaries that are made by the same guy? Um, and one is called Best in Show, about dog shows, and then the other one is a. Uh, I forget the name of it, but it's about bluegrass music in Appalachia, and it's com- they're comedies. They're so funny. This these are made by a guy named Christopher Guest, and the one is called Best in Show, and the other one is called. I've a- seen that dog thing you're talking okay. about. The other one that I'm I'm thinking of is called A Mighty Wind, and it's about um, bluegrass music. It's very. Funny. And what's the what's the funny part about it? Well, like what's the premise? The act. Well, so it's they they're following these bluegrass bands kind of on their tours around, but everything is very tongue in cheek and sarcastic. It's oh, not, okay. It's not real. Okay. But it, the acting is is very well done. It's like and they a, do the interviews where yeah. they're like, "Well, I think bye bye bye." And then it's all the same actors from Best in Show. And so. Oh right, he uses the same people. It's funny to see them because they're not. They do great accents, but they're not from there. And stuff. Yeah, right, right. I Hell take, yeah. Take a piss real quick. Excuse me. You know, you've been doing... Uh, I noticed when you went up at uh, Jeremy's show. Yeah. You did, uh, like, probably like half new material. Yeah. And my question, because I'm going tomorrow to go to uh, um, that, that open... At t- t- I'm going to Tony's. to Tony's open mic tomorrow in Brighton. Which is... Uh, like 500 yards from my house. You know that, right? Yeah, I knew. I yeah. knew. So you're going to be there, right? No, I won't, which we'll get into in the plugs, but I have something. Okay, well, so I'm going. Yeah. I signed up. I'm super excited. Doing this Saturday show, got my blood flowing. And since Carrie's only okay with me doing out- outdoor stuff, I figured I'll take advantage of this while before it gets cold. Oh, so yeah. I got a lot of new stuff. 
but I don't really have necessarily endings to a lot of it or punchlines. It's a lot of really funny stuff, premises that I have, in my opinion. Once again, I don't know if it's funny because I haven't had a chance to say it. So I'm just curious. You've gone up more times than me and you've done shows and you went ahead and did new stuff. What, you know, what's been your, like, how have you been able to, like, come up with actual what you feel is a punchline or an ending without going on? What's your writing process been through COVID times? Yeah, I had done a couple mics before that show. So I did all that new material at those mics, but it was only, like, three mics, so it wasn't enough to really get it. But that stuff was good because... um, I wrote it early on, and then I kind of left it for a while, and then I went back and tried to rewrite it, and then I ran it by some other, some friends and stuff, and so it, was, it wasn't as good a process as when you're going to a mic and trying Every it. night. Um, but it was still better than nothing. Right. Um, so it's pretty much just I write down the idea, and it could be anything from like a scribble in a notebook to a type on, because I have this document that I write all the ideas down in. Or even, I've been like, I know this isn't a this is terrible advice if anyone is listening for the sake of advice which i doubt but on twitter sometimes you i'll write something on twitter as just to be silly yeah, and then yeah. you've got some funny stuff yeah i'll look back on it and i'll be like oh that was kind of that, that's potential to be like a, an actual bit right and you can even gauge it sometimes although again bad advice but you can gauge it on how much um, interaction it gets on twitter like right. if people are liking it uh, you, you might have some gold there that you got to kind of chip away at. Right. But the new stuff that I have is still by no means anywhere near um, what I would say is like good, good. The the bit about my dad saying I love you I think makes people laugh because it's relatable to a lot of people that have like boomer dads. Right. And then I put like a joke in there about being Italian because, you know, Irish dudes are unemotional and, and Italian dudes are emotional. And it's very like low hanging fruit. But but it's also a lot that you can build off. Exactly. Of. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like you it's, found a good little chunk there. Yeah. To like get people engaged. Exactly. Yeah. And then um, and I think I think it could be really funny because a lot of the a lot of the source of my humor, you know, when I'm just shooting the shit with friends is about my family and about my wife's family. And so I think it's mostly what I think about when I think of funny shit. And so I, I really like writing about it. Right. Um, so that's kind of it. I, 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 that's another, you know, that's one thing that you and I both do is, uh, we, and I think this is an advantage to you and I, um, you know how like we sort of, you, you know, I've all, I'm, I'm two years older than you. Yeah. Two, two and a half, maybe three. I'm 29. You're 26? I'll be 27 in a month. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So we're, I'm only two years older than you. Yeah. So it's not too big of a difference. But, you know, I started 27. You were 25. Yeah. But in some people's eyes, that's late. But I also see it as when I was 22 and first moved here, I didn't have that much stuff. to. T- I think I just find it to be more valuable to be married, older. I have a, a career. I mean, it's not a good career, but I do have that's a material. career. If anything, that's even better material. I'm, right. Yeah. I, I'm just saying I have a lot that I can talk about that can relate to a lot of more people than just a 22-year-old who's starting comedy that only knows college uh, f- fucking bitches and 
you know, dating. Right. You know, I, I feel like it's been more of an advantage. Yeah. Because uh, we have more real shit to talk about. Yeah. And we both sort of do longer form bits and, and you know, we both stories. sort of do more stories than anything else. Yeah. You know, you and I don't really write quick jokes. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, let's be honest, more of what me and you are saying is the way we say it. It seems to be, and, and the, the material, you know, not to like say that we don't have, you or I don't have punchlines, but it's just, it's different than telling a setup punchline joke. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But which that's what I love. My goal is to do storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and, but I find it harder to do that without being able to go up every night. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's really hard. I mean, that's why I was partly why I was so fucking nervous before Jeremy's show is I, I was telling Marilyn the whole way down first of all I'm embarrassed to do in front of comics stuff that they heard me doing me too six months ago before COVID so there's that and then second of all the new stuff that I've written just hasn't been tried out enough so yeah. you have to get over A being embarrassed to do old shit in front of old co- in front of fellow comics who who, know, who could do it themselves at this point yeah you know? right um Maybe not. It's been like six months. Yeah, but they're all doing the same thing. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, There's no judgment there. I was actually about to say um, that's something in my short couple of, you know, going to the the show at Jeremy's and then doing my show this past Saturday. You only really have to have a little, and this is super like only comic related, Yeah. uh, which I think that's the only people who are listening. (laughs) But I feel like as comedians, or as this new time in comedy, from what in the short couple of shows I've done and seen, you only need a little bit of Rona stuff. Like, you don't, if you can just make a few references in the beginning, seems like you can get away with doing your old material. Yeah. You know, Plus I mean. You've got nothing to say. There's nothing new to talk about. I, yeah. I mean, it's not me anyway. There's. Very clever joke writers that have some gra- True. Right, groundbreaking right. shit, but right. what am I going to say that's going to add to the to the? You're not going to hear a great topical joke from me. Yeah, no, there's no way. Like yeah, I mean, me neither. You know, I I can barely write a quick joke. Yeah, it's the, my quick jokes are word puns. Yeah, and it's cheap. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. no, you know they're silly and they're fun, but you know, let's face it, they're not they're yeah. not the fucking. You know, I would never, I don't intend to keep those past, like, I would never try to include those in, like, a uh, a 10-minute set if I was going to do one. Right. You know, maybe maybe one right. as a quick little thing to include in some my wife stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, the do writing. Do you take that into consideration when you're writing out? Because I find there to be a difference in writing these new jokes and stuff, and let's talk pre-covid that's more what i mean but like when i was like when i when it was regular times i had three different five minute sets that i could do and most of those five minute sets included at least two or one three or four minute bit or two two minute bits yeah like it was two long form jokes and maybe one word pun joke or like a one-liner or something like that to get a quick laugh yeah you know, and now that we're writing, it's I keep finding myself just dragging on. Yeah. And not finding a punchline. Yeah. There's no way to test it. No way to Right. No way to hear people's response to the way you said something. There's a lot of times I think when you 
especially when you say something that there's a part that you don't necessarily intend to be funny that turns out to be very funny and then you can build on it because a your accent or b just a difference in the words you i think about the where you say creek rocks versus river rocks yeah right and that always got a big response in the beginning and you're kind of like oh i can punch that yep, harder exactly and you did and same it, with the lobby lobby yeah comment and it paid off really well and but you can't do that right now Right. There's no way. So, so it's just... It's, it's just, hard to mine for that. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. it's it's hard to... Because, you know, before we were going out every night and getting to do it, sometimes twice. I've done it three times in a night. I've done three open mics in a night yeah. and gotten to, to do different forms of the same joke. Yeah. And that is tough. Yeah. But I was just... I guess I was sort of just saying it seemed to really work out for you. And uh, so tomorrow, I'm going to try to just do, I think I'm going to try to do all, maybe open up with a, a thing that I know that is like something I've done before and then just do all, because dude, I have stuff that I need punchlines to. Yeah. Do all new stuff. There's nothing to lose, nothing exactly. to Exactly. Right, right. Outdoor open mic where everyone else is doing the same thing. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, when I was there last week um, or the week before or something, there were people who I know well. And I know their regular stuff. And I even know their regular open mic stuff. And they weren't doing that. They were doing all new stuff. And okay. It was, it was really encouraging to see that. And they, and they that did, is good. They yeah. They did a great job. People like uh, Joey Kariki, who I think is hilarious. I think he's so funny. He's so funny. He's and gave me some good notes, too. Yeah, he does. He always, he's always good about that. But he had um, he had a bunch of new stuff. And some of it was great. And some of it was fine. And some of it, you know. But it was like, wh- okay, what do you have to lose? Right. What's it matter? Yeah, that's awesome. Hell yeah, I like that. So, yeah. Did you have some shows you want to plug? Two virtual shows. Uh, Are you doing them? Yeah. tomorrow. I, one I've done before already. Tomorrow night I'm doing the same one again. Storytelling? Angela, yeah. Okay. But then um, next week on Friday I'm doing the Comedy Studio show. Comedy Studio thing? Yeah, it's going to be fun. Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. yeah, looking forward to it. Um, have you looked in to see if... Do people tune in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched one of them. I watched two of them, actually. And pe- there's other people? There were 18 people watching when I was watching. Not including comics? No, they weren't comics. It was a live stream. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I don't know who they were. I have no idea who they were. No, no, I just mean like um, there Not was the comics, comics thing. Show. Yeah. And then there's, I'm assuming, you can the live stream. Yeah, yeah. And there was 18 people? That's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good stuff. And then um, they What's have... the... Do, do you have any idea what the laughter's like? No, I'm, I mean, I could hear it when I was listening. It was kind of... There wasn't any from the live stream. But other comics were laughing. So, Are you nervous? I feel like I'd be more nervous about that than oh, a live yeah. show, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the comedy studio has been really good to us. And um, Oh, of co- I mean, yeah. I love that place. Yeah. Love so, it. I'm looking forward to doing it. Yeah. Well, that's cool that you're going to go ahead and step outside and fucking do it. You yeah. Know? But then, of course, we've got Mason Smith's show coming yeah. up next Thursday. Looking forward to that. Going to be there. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to have, uh, well, once again, this will be too late, but for in the future, I'm going to have like a few um, uh, guest spot, five-minute spots, so I would love for just, you know, I'd love the support of the other comedians. You guys come by, and uh, I'll totally, you know, I'm pretty like, you know, I got a lot of good, I got a lot of spots that I can throw people up on, yeah. and I would appreciate the more the merrier, you know what I mean? Hell yeah, dude. And uh, where can uh, people follow you at, Andrew, yep. on uh, Instagram? On Instagram at O underscore Hubba Hubba and on Twitter at 
at Drew Magumashi, and that's spelled just like how it sounds. Is that really what it is? Mm-hmm. How do you... Are you serious? That's what your Twitter account yeah, is? Yeah, D-R-E-W-M-A-G-U-M-A-S-H-I. Fuck yeah, all right. I thought you were joking. No. <laughs> I literally thought that was a joke. <laughs> it means awkward Andrew in Swahili. That was my name over there. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is that one of the times you wouldn't hold someone's hand? <laughs> no, it was when I fell down a face planted on Mount Kilimanjaro. That's a story for another pod. Oh, hell yeah. Well, we'll get that on the next one. And uh, you can follow me at um, uh, Instagram at Mason E. Smith. And please follow us on uh, Instagram at high noon underscore pod. Hell yeah. And uh, thanks for listening. I actually, look, fuck. Well, I got <laughs> here. We'll just we'll just go out on uh, a little bit of uh, sexy music here. <laughs>